welcome into the Horror's Edge podcast. My name is Phil. And I'm Stacy. And today we're going to be discussing 2022's film Prey. This is a movie that uh, I had no idea was coming out. My buddy originally shot me a text of the trailer for this movie about uh, a week before it came out on Hulu. I had no idea that they were making a Predator movie and I could not be more stoked about it because I, I love the franchise. Uh, for the most part, this is a franchise that has been done really well. I know that there's some of them that you haven't seen. So, just that way I have an idea of what you know and what you don't know of this franchise. Let's go through the list of movies and see what you have or have not seen. Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I believe so, yes. Okay. Predator 2 with Danny Glover. Are they in the jungle? No, that's the first one. This is the concrete jungle. This is downtown L.A. No. Okay. Um, Predators. I don't think so. Okay. Alien vs. Predator. I think I've seen that one. I know that you saw Alien vs. Predator Requiem. We went to theaters to see that on uh, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see what else is there. There is The Predator. I don't think so. And now Prey. Um, I... I've seen Prey, I think, three times now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, without getting into spoilers, this movie fucking rocks. Yeah. Um, So there is a lot of lore to the Predator franchise and so much more than I could possibly imagine. I remember being a kid and seeing an Alien vs. Predator comic uh, in the grocery store. My parents would never let me buy it because they were graphic as shit, but I would sit there and read it inside. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a comic book kid at all, but I would read it because it was so violent. It was so awesome. And there's so much lore to the Predator stuff that it's so awesome. And it sucks when they make one of these movies, The Predator, and it sucks that when this came out and I had no expectations whatsoever of it, and the trailer really only somewhat hinted, hey, this is going to be a Predator movie, that is like, holy shit, this is going to be good. Yeah. This is going to be really good. And then I kind of forgot about it. And I was just sitting down, and then all of a sudden I get a notification on my phone, Prey is now available. Oh, shit. Phil and Liz get in here, send the kids in, because they enjoyed the first movie. Yeah. I know that I sat down and watched that with them. They enjoyed the second movie. I know that I watched it with them. I, I guess that you didn't see that one. And, uh, man, it, it's such a breath of fresh air to have a movie like this come in. Uh, it, normally, I talk about it a little bit more before I get into breaking the movie, what I think of it. But I think that uh, there's not too much to discuss before diving into it without spoiling whatsoever anything about it. And then we can talk about some of the goods and bads of it before we get into spoilers. So the alien and like alien aliens that we've seen, does that, is that what you mean when you say alien versus predator or it's like an actual movie? So alien versus predator is a movie where they merge the two of them together uh, we've seen it before. I'm pretty sure that we saw the first one. I know that we saw the second yeah. one. The second one's very forgettable. But I'm saying it's like that movie. alien. Yes, they combine the two franchises okay. similar to Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. Um, but done more poorly than Freddy vs. Jason. Got it. Okay. 
I enjoyed the first one. The second one was just ugh. Anyway, the way that we review movies on this channel is 1 through 10. 1 is dog shit terrible. 10 is phenomenal. This movie is absolutely amazing and everybody should see it. And uh, 5 is this is an average movie. You can watch it. It's not going to offend or anything like that. Where did you rate this movie? I'm actually crossing it out and I'm going to give it its first 10. Wow. That's my first 10 in this podcast. Okay. What made it give you a 10? I just, I love, I love this movie. Like, just overall, the allure of it is great. The scenery, the camera work, the story. The whole story just flows so nice. And I remember watching it for the first time and thinking, you kind of gave me a little bit of a background of what it was about, meaning that it was with the Predator. And I liked that. It wasn't like a traditional Predator movie. Yep. Obviously, I haven't seen many. But I'm saying it's it's just an awesome story built up into this phenomenal story. Yeah. The camera work, the way that they do the camera work, amazing. I loved the locations that they um, filmed at. The acting was on par. Absolutely loved this movie. Yeah, so I gave it a 9 out of 10. I, I absolutely enjoy this movie. I think that it is great. The scenery that they have in it is some of the best that I've seen in yeah. a movie, like, apart from like Lord of the Rings, maybe. Uh, it, it's breathtaking, the amount of stuff that they can show you from the Northern Great Plains. And obviously, everything is very accurate to the time that this movie was shot. And, well, not the time that it was shot, but the time that they're uh, giving you the timeline portrayed of uh 1719 uh, can't even talk today um very very well done the characters you care about them the only thing that set this apart from being a 10 for me is the story is run down almost because it's been done so many times of oh it's a woman people think that she can't do it because she's a woman people are questioning it and then uh, she did it despite being a woman and i could do without that because the the characters spoke for themselves yeah she was a badass there is no doubt Absolutely. about it and it's not like it was forced to show you that she's a badass like no she, she is the sigourney weaver of predator i could uh, see that I, yeah. I very much feel that way but they forced the storyline of Mulan basically down your yeah. throat so much yeah they're like okay I get it. It, it this isn't one of those movies where it's woke or anything like that which those drive me absolutely insane and it didn't feel that way but the storyline I've seen a hundred times and that's the only thing that kept it from being a 10 and it's not the whole storyline but it's the character arc for the main female yeah uh Naru but they did such an amazing job. The attention to detail that they had with filming this movie. I, I've seen like a little bit of behind the scenes stuff with it. They uh, spoke to so many people from Comanche tribes and figuring out what would happen. What type of weapons would they use? How would they use it? How would they go hunt? If somebody were to get injured, how do they... All that stuff. It, it's super, super accurate. They even made a Comanche dub of this movie on uh, Hulu where they have them... Speaking Comanche the entire time, which is freaking awesome. Yeah, and we started to watch that during this uh, Take because I, I wanted to get that feel of it so far I've only watched it in the English version and I had to switch it back because I'm taking notes I wasn't able to read yeah. the subtitles while taking notes. I would have missed so much stuff 
Um, so we ended up switching back, but we did watch probably the first 10 minutes of it in the Comanche version, and it, it makes it so much more authentic. It's absolutely, absolutely awesome. I'm one that hates reading subtitles usually. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes me out of the movie almost because I'm looking at the bottom of the screen and not at the screen itself. Yeah. So there are so many small details that you miss when you do it, but it adds to the authenticity of the movie. So nine out of 10 predator is fucking vicious as shit in this movie yes. but it's not overdone to the point where you're like okay this is just a gore fest no it, it really doesn't even happen until three quarters through the movie and then you're like oh my fucking god this dude is the most badass predator that we've yeah. seen yet and i liked how they kind of kept it that way because it's it hinted at it. Yeah. It hinted like, wow, he's really powerful. He's really vicious. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't throughout the entire movie and it built up to that, I think really hits the nail on the head and it works super well. And I can say I agree with you in the character aspect of like, oh, this weak female and she's going to come and save the day. I can see where that's like annoying um, I don't think it had to be as prevalent as they were pushing it down our throats, but I could see sort of why they did that. Oh, 100%. But... It added to the story. It, it really did. But my, it's not even a complaint, really. It's the only thing that kept it from a 10. Yeah. Um, it, I've just seen it too many times. Yeah, I think they could have dialed it back just a little bit, and it still would have had that effect. Yeah. Um so besides the predator being awesome the characters being awesome the scenery being awesome just the runtime of the movie it didn't feel too long it didn't feel like it was short on you i think that we were about an hour 45 by the time everything was said and done uh everything about this movie was great everything the sound effects that they had were awesome the characters like i said a million times that this movie fucking rocks absolutely Uh, highly 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 recommend you check it out uh, even watch it a second time, throw it in the Comanche dub. I, I think that I've seen it six times since this movie's came out. Um, and I think we viewed on, it on Hulu, right? Today? Yeah, it is on Hulu. I think that's the only place that you can see it right oh, now. Okay. Um, I'm sure that they'll lose the rights to it eventually. That killed me about this is, uh, going straight to Hulu, not having a chance to see it in theaters. Yes. I love Predator. I love the Predator franchise. I don't know if they were scared because of the Predator uh, being so bad that 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 made people lose interest in this movie to where they wouldn't want to go to theaters to see this. Um, I think it's just, when did it come out? uh, This year. So it might have just been like a COVID thing where they didn't want it in theaters. I don't think so because I believe the Predator came out during COVID uh, I, now, granted, it did very bad, but that's because the movie was very bad. I'll look up the date of it. I right just now. think that a lot of movies nowadays is kind of doing this straight to streaming, which I don't really understand. I, I fully do. I guarantee Hulu paid a lot of money to get this movie oh. onto uh, their channel. Uh, and because this movie's so well made, I, I really question how much money that Hulu must have paid them a shit ton because it looked like they spent a lot of money making this movie it was yeah. so freaking well done i wonder if the imdb shows a estimated budget for 65 million dollars is how much they spent on that um i it, there's so little that these streaming services tell you about how much money this movie made or how it can be compared because there is no box office revenue for it yeah but i, I can't see how this movie 
made that without having any box office sales. And as far as I know, I, I haven't even seen a DVD release of this yet either. No. Um, so I don't know how this movie is making the money it did. Hulu must have paid a shit ton of money because a lot of people probably did uh, end up getting Hulu for this. So I get why they do it. But my big thing is... <laughs> Give it a test run. Do what uh, Terrifier 2 did. Put it in select theaters. Make it a Fathom release. And uh, I would love to see a movie like this in theaters. Even if it's a bad one. I went and saw The Predator the, the weekend of a release after hearing that it's not good. I don't care. I'm going to check it out myself anyway. Yeah. I know I not everybody's seeing, like that. Seeing movies in movie theaters, I think, has just kind of like malls. Like, it's just a dying industry. It's expensive. There's no. And that. I mean, when we're pay- <laughs> we just had this discussion with a friend the other day. We're paying for cable. We're paying for Hulu, Netflix, Hi, friend. Uh, mm-hmm. everything. Shutter. Uh, I have so many streaming services it's that ridiculous. we pay for. I'm probably paying three hundred plus dollars a month just on uh, entertainment to watch. And then you tell me that I'm going to a theater. Now the price of a ticket is about eighteen bucks a person, even at a matinee showing of thirteen dollars a person. $15 Plus, if you decide popcorn. to get, I always never get anything, but Stacy cannot go to the theaters <laughs> without getting popcorn. So it's expensive. And I understand that that's a major turnoff for people, especially when gas is already yes. freaking ridiculously expensive. So it's a thing, but it's also an experience. Like I vividly remember going to the midnight release of The Dark Knight. Yeah, I remember. I'm we never actually seen that in such... theaters quite a bit. Yeah, I think that I went to the theaters three times for that one. Um, The only movie that I think that I went to more was uh, Godzilla when I was a kid. Um, But good movies on opening nights, that experience that you get going there is so much better than you'll ever get hopping on Hulu. Even if it's you pop it on at midnight as a horror movie and sit back and relax and watch it, it's still not the same thing as going to a movie theater. And I wish that I had the chance to see this yeah. in a theater, especially with the scenery. Man, can you imagine seeing this in IMAX? I was just thinking that. It Ooh. would have been amazing. Yep. Anyway, um, let's jump into a little bit of trivia. Keep in mind the trivia from IMDb sometimes does spoil certain aspects of the movie. So if you haven't seen this movie yet, definitely uh, go check it out. Help get a free trial for Hulu on yeah. a fake email and then delete it. And, <laughs> Don't do uh, that. Don't do that. <laughs> or do it. Whatever. Uh, check this movie out. It's definitely worth your time. Hour 45, you're not going to regret it. Almost guaranteed. It, even if you don't like horror movies, I think that you'll like this. As long as you yeah. enjoy action. If you enjoy yeah. action movies, you're going to enjoy this. It, if you enjoy not, horror movies, you're going to enjoy this. It's not super gory, so you're not going to feel like grossed out when they're doing all their stuff um it's a really good movie so check it out yep so in the trivia the keep in mind spoilers the rattlesnake that you see towards the beginning that the predator ends up hunting the rattlesnake attacks the predator now the reason that it's able to do this despite the predator being camouflaged is rattlesnakes have uh the pits on their head that allows them to uh track prey through heat so it has thermal radiation very similar to how the predator has it That's awesome which is pretty cool uh the feral predator's biomask is made from the skull of a river ghost from predators which is pretty freaking awesome so it kind of ties itself into the 2010 predators movie That's cool. uh, which is an awesome movie um though still advanced the technology used by the feral predator is much simpler than previous films 
For example, the camouflage sections are larger with less armor and the heads-up display is very streamlined and very simplistic. And that's one cool thing that I noticed about this movie is the movie is set 300 years in the past and you can tell that the Predator's, uh, like his build-up, what he has is much less than the stuff that he has in the previous films. And I think the reason for that, I haven't seen any thing about the director saying it but I think the reason for that is the predators in it for the hunt and if his weaponry is so advanced that it's not even a hunt anymore it's just a shooting gallery then that's not a hunt for him so he downgrades his weaponry based upon the planet that he goes to I believe if that's true that's pretty awesome and it, it makes total sense because if this guy has spaceships he obviously has advanced weaponry he Absolutely. can definitely have self-tracking uh missile rockets like he had in the advanced movies but because people on earth only had uh air bow and arrows he's shooting with bow and arrows instead of shooting with guns despite yeah. the french which we see later yeah um Let's see what we got here. The dog in this movie is a constant companion. However, it had no previous movie experience. It was actually adopted specifically for making this movie two months before shooting. Holy so cow. this dog had absolutely no experience with film. Also, no experience with commands, really, because it was adopted wow. for this role. Uh, and they taught the dog uh, all the tricks. And that's kind of why the dog wasn't in a ton of scenes throughout the movie. Makes sense. Yeah. And speaking of the dog, the first time that I watched this movie, from the very first second that I saw a dog on screen, my first thought, that dog better not fucking die. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's And I think movies have come around to how much that pisses people off now, yeah. and it's happening a lot less. So yeah. next time that a dog does pass away in a movie, it's going to feel much more impactful um, because they're, they're pulling the uh lever back on that they're not doing it and i'm sure that there's a lot of pushback from people certain organizations i can think of off the top of my head yeah um but those organizations can go fuck off this is a horror movie <laughs> no i understand i'm just saying i'm sure in this day and age oh, absolutely. it has probably a lot to do with that type of stuff yep so the co-producer uh john davis said that he feels that the original prayer movie set in 1987 was a wonderful interesting movie and i know what worked about it and i feel like we kind of never got back there again we ended up in completely different places and i think that this is a worthy compliment to the first one it's going to be good um and it is. Uh, it lives up to the first one. Some of the Predator movies go way far out into left field with the concept, which I get. Once you have a concept, you need to build on that concept. Yeah. But it's cool many years down the road to completely go back to your roots, downgrade everything, yeah. set, set it in the jungle, set it with just a few people, uh, first hunting the thing, then being hunted by the thing, and then hunting the thing. That's what made the first one so damn good. Yeah. Um, and that is definitely a movie that we're going to do on this channel as well. I actually just watched it on a flight the other day. It reminds me of how much I love that movie. But it's mm -hmm. completely different than everything else in the uh, uh, franchise for it. It really is different. Um, so let's, uh, let's dive in scene by scene with this uh, movie and kind of break down beat by beat and what we think of some of the stuff. So the movie opens up with Nauru, uh, the screen's completely black, and it just says, A long time ago, a monster came here, 
and it felt like it was the start of a book like she's reading a book to her tribe about something that happened or just telling a tale at the campfire and then the movie opens with absolutely beautiful scenery there's animals we're in the uh fields in the northern great plains in 1719 and nara gets woken up um and then the good old boy comes in her puppy um Mm -hmm. comes into the tent with her and she walks outside of her tent and grabs her basket uh, to start her day of work basically for the tribe she's a gatherer she gathers up uh, different things that they need whether it's roots or medicine or, or plants or whatever it is and she, as she's standing there and holding her basket and watching people go about their day all happy she just looks miserable yeah she's dreading her day she does not want to do this so it shows her doing her job she's grabbing leaves she's grabbing plants and then she just stops she goes out in the middle of the woods and starts throwing her hatchet around and it's such awesome views of her throwing it, the sounds of the hatchet flinging and hitting the trees. Yeah. Freaking dope as hell. You can tell that that's really what she wants to be doing. Yeah. And she tracks down a deer. Uh, she hears, she's got it in her sight. She's got the uh, bow and arrow out. She's ready to shoot it. And then a loud rumble happens up in the sky and it scares the deer away. So now she's in a mad chase. She's throwing the hatchet at it. She's missing the deer. She's clearly badass, but she's not quite there yet. So she's awesome at what she does, but she's not perfected it. Yeah. Um, and to me, that that would have been enough to show that she's not ready. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, so from here, uh, her dog, they're chasing the deer, and the dog gets its paw stuck in a trap. And she's looking at this trap like what the hell is this because she's yeah. never she's never seen metal a day in her life and there's a metal trap there and her dog got its paw stuck in it she get her tail uh she gets the tail out and she fixes it up with some medicine real quick to make the dog feel better and then she hears the rumbling coming again and while investigating uh the noise she sprints out to try and find it and uh they end up at a cliff and she sees this giant alien spaceship flying over and it's a scene completely zoomed out she's in the middle of this ravine standing at the edge of a cliff uh at the edge of the forest and this giant spaceship comes flies over such a cool visual holy shit and then it jumped into the prey uh title card awesome absolutely awesome when this movie zooms out and just shows you everything around it amazing it's It's absolutely amazing um so from here, Tabe is giving a story about how badass he is to <laughs> Naru. Uh, she's got her bow and arrow pulled back, and she's staring at a bird, aiming at it, trying to shoot it. And he's just talking to her, talking to her, talking to her about a story about how he did something awesome. And then she acts like she falls asleep from a story. He looks at her, grabs his bow and arrow, shoots the bird down, says, See, that wasn't hard. And she's like, I was waiting for it to circle back, you idiot. Now you got to go fetch it because he <laughs> shot it pretty far away. So he had to go across the river and get it. And she's telling him, make sure you keep your bow dry. <laughs> so he has to hold his bow above his head as he's crossing this river. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, later on in the day, Naru comes back to her tent and her mom's in there making medicine. And uh, she helps her mom because she knows medicine better than anybody in the village. Um, and her mom's just telling her like, you shouldn't be a hunter. You're good at doing this. Why are you trying to do this? And she's like, I'm doing this because you think that I can't. Very, very much beating it down our throats. And it does this many times in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Um, 
from here, Tabe comes in with the bird that he shot, and Mom instantly congratulates him, like, oh, man, in these wins, he still brings home a redhead, or whatever the hell the bird is called. Yeah, and uh, she, the mom instantly congratulates him and then sends Naru away to go get more plants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then we see the Predator ship leave, and then the Predator decloaks himself, and he just looks like he's here to fuck shit up. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty cool shot of him just looking buff as shit with the uh, ship walking away. And now we got Naru out collecting leaves, and we find out a member of the tribe is missing. And they think that a lion uh, got him. So she instantly joins in on the hunt because she wants to track down this lion to become a warrior for the tribe, basically. Uh, and we can hear the Predator clicking behind them. Um, but, uh, Naru comes out and kind of makes everybody forget about the noise that they were hearing. And all the guys here are making fun of her for joining, saying that, why are you even out here? We're not going to be gone long enough for you to cook for us. <laughs> Once again, it, it was funny, but beating it down our throats, yeah. I'm like, come on, it's a, yeah. that's enough. Um, and Tab- Tabe actually jumps in and sticks up for her. He's like, no, she can track really well. She can make medicine if we need it. But then privately he tells her. And you better find it. You better be able to track it because I just stuck up for you. Yeah, I like how he sticks up for her, like, in the public. But he knows, like, she has a talent, but she's not quite there. Yeah. So she, you know, gets told by her big brother, like, hey, I get that you want to do this, but, like, you really have to do it. Yeah, he's supportive of it, but he knows that in his tribe it's very much looked down upon for women to be warriors in the yeah. tribe. Um, but she wants to do it, so he's supportive of it. Uh, Brother-sister stuff going on, and it's pretty cool. And then we get this cool visual of an ant climbing the uh, predator. A rat comes over and eats the ants off of him, and then the snake eats the rat. It's a rattlesnake, and the snake goes to attack the predator, but then he stabs it with his fucking awesome blades and yeah. just instantly skins it. Um, they find their friend Pohi who is alive but badly damaged and everybody quickly breaks apart and does their own thing they're building a stretcher for him like instantly they know what to do they know their shit um and naru stays back and she applies medicine to him to make him feel better uh she gives him yellow leaves and people are like oh that's gonna kill him giving him that much and she's like no i know what i'm doing this is to cool his blood so that way he doesn't bleed out and the tribe goes to bring Pohi back home, and uh, Tabe stays back to hunt the lion. So on the way back, Naru basically just takes charge. That He says that he's cold, and they go to bring the blanket up for him. She's like, no, don't do that. And they're like, no, we're going to do it. Piss off. Don't tell me what to do. She's like, well, uh, the medicine is doing a job cooling his blood so that way he doesn't bleed out. So you can either have him comfortable or you can have him alive. Your choice. Yeah. I like how she stuck him in their place. Like, I know what I'm talking about. If he uses this blanket, it's not going to work well for him. Yep. Going back to what she strives at, she's very good at medicine. She's very good at stuff like that. Um, So Naro finds the skin snake and a blood trail going up the tree, and she uh, leaves to go warn her brother about it. She's like, okay. Everybody's like, so what? It's a bear. We can handle a bear. We're not scared of it. Bear wouldn't skin something and leave it here. Yeah. Um, so she finds Tabe and tells him, but he says, hey, we're in the cat's den right now, so whatever it is that you saw or think that you saw, it doesn't matter right now. Uh, and the other tribe member went to go do something. Uh, Naru came up with a plan of how they need to get some uh, 
bait, set it down, and then wait up in the tree for the lion to come. Uh, the other tribe member doesn't want to deal with it, but um, Tabe basically says, nope, that's the plan, that's what we're going to do. When the other tribe member walks away, he tells her, when that lion comes, you tell it this is as far as you go. You take control of it. This is as far as it goes. Um, so uh, He's setting her up for, you know, a successful hunt. Yeah, because uh, this if you hunt something that hunts you, then you become... Uh, basically the command chief, the war chief in the tribe. I don't know what it is exactly that they call it, but basically a warrior. Um, it's like a rite of passage. You don't become one until you hunt something that hunts you. And he wants her to have it. He's he's rooting for her in this. Yeah. And I think that both of them would end up getting it. I'm not positive on that, but uh, he's definitely rooting for her. So her and the other tribesmen goes up in the tree while uh, Tabe goes and sets the bait down. And that guy's just talking shit to Nara the whole time that they're up there. Like, man, you're, when that lion comes, you're not going to know what to do. You're not going to... Lion fucking snatches him out of the tree and kills him. Yeah. Holy shit, was it quick, too. Just <laughs> fucks him up. Uh, and then uh, the lion comes up on the tree and we get this really cool little distant shot. And she's backing up on the tree branch while the lion's coming to attack her. She's scared. She's backing up. She hears the predator in the background, which kind of distracts her. And as she gets distracted, she slips. But on her way off the tree, she stabs the lion and falls off, and then it cuts to black. She wakes up back at the camp, and uh, Nara's mom is in the tent with her and says, Your brother carried you all the way home, and then he went back out to hunt the lion. And she just instantly got up. She's like, no, I need to go out there and help him. The mom was like, if your brother needed you, he wouldn't have brought you back here. I know. He obviously a, didn't need you. Such a bitchy way to say <laughs> it. So Tabby comes back in, and he's carrying the head of the lion with him. And Nara is just staring at it in, like, complete shock. Like, I missed my opportunity. I, I fucked up. Yep. I, I'm. He did it, and I did not. Um and Tabe gets a ceremony making him a warrior for the tribe. Um, Naro tells Tabe that the predator is still out there. Uh, we need to go. We need to go far out beyond where we've gone before. And he's like, no, we don't. And he's like, no, no, we do. And th then I'll just go. And he's like, no, you're right. We didn't do it. I did it. You couldn't do it. You couldn't bring it home. You tried, but yeah. you couldn't do it. You can tell that he lost any sort of like respect or support for her in that moment, and it just crushed her. Yeah. So she ends up uh, acting like she's not going to, but she ends up leaving the tribe to hunt on her own. She brings the dog with her, and she finds the predator's blood on trees, and she's tracking its footprints. So she's doing what she's best at. She's tracking. Yep. Um, the predator is currently hunting a wolf. Um who, there was a pretty cool scene where the wolf bites the predator's leg and you get a shot of the wolf just like growling at the predator with the green blood in his mouth uh awesome awesome shot but he ends up uh the predator or the wolf charges at the predator he does one quick slash the wolf goes to charge again and then all of his guts fall out no. <laughs> uh and then he just instantly uh, does one clean cut around the neck, one clean cut around the back, pulls the spinal cord out with the head. Really dope. And then yeah. holds it up and growls because he got his trophy. Um, Naro yeah. is hunting the bunny, presumably the bunny that the wolf was hunting before. Um, and she sucks at hunting despite looking completely badass. Like, mm -hmm. 
When she throws a hatchet at a tree, it's a 10 out of 10 time. She throws a hatchet at an animal, misses it every time. <laughs> it, like, blows me away how good she is at throwing this fucking hatchet around. Yeah. But then you throw something that's alive and she misses it every time. But she can get it back in a heartbeat and yeah. still be on this damn rabbit's tail. How are you so good at everything but you can't hit this damn I rabbit? I, I didn't get it. But then uh, she's looking around and she decides that, she needs to make a leash for her hatchet. So that way after she throws it, she can rip the leash back and then have the hatchet in her hand, which is an awesome, awesome visual. Yeah. But as she's doing it, she just looks like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get over here! That's all I can think of. <laughs> but it looks freaking awesome. And then after she did it, uh, they cut to a new scene and then she had the rabbit on her back. <laughs> so she got the rabbit. Yeah. Uh, she just needed to be innovative and uh, make it so that way her hatchet worked for her. I like when they cut to the visual of the heat image from the Predator. Yeah. And how they make it, like, see-through. I think that's such a cool, like, way to present the Predator. Yeah, they've done that since the first movie, and they've always been good about it. They've been throwing different things here and there about uh how he sees things like in this one it, it gives some type of signal in a different language whether something alive or dead or yeah. whether they're a threat to him or not yeah because the whole predators thing is if you're not a threat he's not going to attack you and yeah. it's pretty cool how they change the visuals from movie to movie yeah. yet still keep it so consistent no, they I do very it. well with that um so from here uh, we get this awesome visual of all the scenery because once again she's at this gorgeous uh, cliff face where they set the uh, campfire up and she looks at the dog she's like hey next time you gotta bring dinner <laughs> <laughs> um, and she approaches this uh, field and there's hundreds of buffalo in the field but they're all dead and they're all skinned um, so she uh, puts a, some type of leaf or something from her bag on one of them and said a prayer for it because obviously the comanche very much care about nature you only take what you need and nothing more nature will provide but you don't abuse it right um and obviously something did here things clicked in my head instantly as soon as she picked up a cigar next to one of them like okay i know where this is going and i'm all for it let's do it um naro continues uh tracking and she falls into some type of quicksand like swamp so it's mud that she just keeps sinking into and she struggles to free herself the predator's tracking her but sees that she's not a threat so he walks away um so she's able to free herself by using her scorpion hatchet <laughs> and pulls herself out. But scenes like this always get me. Uh, my biggest fear in life has always been drowning of some sort. Like I love swimming, I love water, but the f thought of drowning is just terrifying. Yeah. And the thought of drowning in mud is just absolutely horrendous because you're slowly sinking in and you know what's going to happen and you can't stop it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely claustrophobic. A I think nerving they, scene. Yeah, they did the scene really well. Yeah. Every time she'd throw the hatchet, she'd somewhat get it or she'd miss it just barely to help get herself out. And she was like right at the end before she was able to get out. It it was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Scenes like this are scarier than any type of killer that you can throw in the uh, screen for me because that's what uh, triggers my nervousness. <laughs> um, so she eventually gets herself out. 
and she goes over to the water to clean all of her weaponry and everything that she has on her. Basically, she's doing a inventory count and seeing what she has and what she doesn't and what's ruined. And you can tell that uh, she's cleaning her hatchet off. Then she starts cleaning her uh, bow off, which instantly you know is going to cause some type of problem because she mentioned before to her brother, uh, Not get it wet. Tabe, don't get your bow wet, otherwise yeah. it's going to be useless. So we know something's going to happen there. And then Doggo comes over and he brings her a rat to eat because she said <laughs> next meal's on you and he brings the meal to her. <laughs> uh, and you hear this big growl in the distance. So she instantly stops what she's doing and runs up to a hill. And she looks down and she sees a bear eating a uh, deer. And the wind is blowing and it shows that it's blowing her scent to the bear. The bear leaves the... Uh, Dear Alona starts looking for the scent of her and the dog because yeah. it can smell them. Um, and uh, where the hell am I here? So the bear starts chasing after him, but the bear ends up chasing the dog. And Naro's not having any of this shit. She's not going to let her dog die. So she sh- she goes to shoot the bear and her bow snaps. The uh, string so she's quickly 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 trying to fix it the dog distracts the bear she fixes it she shoots the bear and the bear's just like what the fuck do you think that's gonna do and starts chasing her <laughs> this thing's a, like a kodiak bear it's fucking huge yeah humongous. now it's cgi and you can tell that it's cgi obviously they're not gonna put a real bear there but it's done pretty well i was gonna say it doesn't look terrible i mean you can obviously tell it's not a real yeah. bear but I've seen bad CGI, and yes. this is not bad CGI. No, it, it, it's fine, but it's still... Anytime that I see it, it still takes me out of what I'm watching to an extent. Yeah. Um, but obviously, this couldn't be done practically. Um, so, <laughs> it worked well for what it was. But you get this cool scene of Naro running away, and she's running through the stream that the bear was next to, jumps in under the water and jumps into this beaver dam to hide from it, and there's awesome fucking scene of the bear yeah. trying to break into the beaver dam. Uh, just massive, massive fucking thing. And the predator comes behind him and starts fighting this bear. At first, the bear kicks his ass. It does the scene where the bear gets up on its uh, hind legs and roars, has the predator's blood all over its mouth, and the predator just fucks this thing up. It's yeah. punching the shit out of him. You can tell he's not using his weapons because he's downgraded how he fights based upon his yeah. prey. And in this case, it's a bear. And he ends up, she's looking through, and she can see him holding this bear above his head. Like, this dude is fucking strong. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets out of there. Uh, just in time um so the tribe is as she's running away the tribe is there and they're looking for naru and she tried telling them that she saw the predator but they don't believe her or care because now they're out here just to look for her they're they're wasting their time trying to find her um and then they uh she tries to leave to find her brother and kill the predator but they end up tying her up like a prisoner and drag her home and they beat the shit out of her too yeah um so uh they see some possums running away because she's scared and hears something in the woods but it turns out to just be possums running away they shoot the possum be like oh that's what you're scared of she's like why would the possums be running away in broad daylight they they're not out in day something's chasing them and then before you know it the prior comes in and shoots three fucking arrows through the tribesman's face yeah. holy shit <laughs> one right through his eye socket yep 
Uh, very cool. So Naro's tied up during this scene. Predator reveals himself to everybody else and uh, launches one of the dudes right into the fucking air. Busts out of store and starts fighting the other dude before cutting his arm off and then cutting his head off. Super violent scene to these tribesmen. Another tribes member attacks a Predator, but he cuts both of his fucking legs off in one swing yeah. and then crushes his head. Naro runs away, meets another tribe member who's hiding in the grass and they don't know that the predator can see him but we see from the predator's vision the heat vision that they're just right there and uh nara sees that they spotted him because he had the three dots in his forehead so she pushes him out of the way they run away he's behind her he's in front and the predator just fucks up that dude somehow you just see a huge blood spell yeah. come out of the tall grass yeah super cool uh nara is running away and then she gets trapped in this bear trap um, and the predator sees that she's trapped. So despite being in hunt with her, he's not anymore and just leaves her alone. Um, and then we see the Frenchmen come in this is the first time that we see them. They, even with closed captions on, they don't translate the French. They'll f translate everything else, but they don't translate what they say because they don't want you, they want you to feel like the Comanche to where you don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, they end up knocking her out. And she wakes up in a cage, and they trap the dog, too. Poor dog. I know, it's sad. I liked how they hinted through the whole movie, like, the animals were getting killed by the predator. Yeah. And you come to find out that it was not them. I mean, it wasn't the predator, it was the Frenchman. Oh, you're the saying buffalo. the buffalo. Yeah, that one scene with yeah. the buffalo. So at this moment, you instantly know that it was the buffalo. See, I didn't think that it was uh, the predator at all with the buffalo because the cigar was there. Uh, I thought it was a bullet. No, that was the cigar. Oh, okay. But either way, the, the predator wouldn't have hunted them because they're not a... Uh, a threat. A threat to him. Yes. They're they're not a animal that's going to threaten you unless if you go in there and threaten them, then they'll charge. But no, it, it, you knew from the beginning that it was something else. Some uh, people didn't. Uh, other than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they bring a uh, person, a Frenchman in there who is a translator, speak Comanche to her, asking, what did you see? Obviously, they know about the predator and they want to kill it for whatever reason, whether it's bring it back home um, or whatever. And she's like, you, you guys did it. You guys killed a buffalo. And she's like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not saying anything. And they reveal that they have her brother, Tave, and they start torturing him to try and get her to help. And she doesn't. So they both end up tied up as bait for the predator. Um, so people are scoping out uh, Tave and Naru uh, hoping that the Predator will come over to them. But then we see in the background the Predator's fucking up the Frenchman yeah. in the back to where they don't even know. Just like bodies getting slain in the background, arms Such going awesome all visual. over the place. Uh, and they just fuck him up. Mm -hmm. So Nara's explaining to Tabe that the Predator doesn't want to hunt them. He, he only hunts uh, uh, game, basically. We're defenseless. He'll leave us alone. Um and she goes about this store, like, they're trying to get themselves free, but they're tied up. And she sees a bear trap down there that she can obviously use to get out of the trap. And she's talking about a story about a beaver uh, that she once saw that was tied up in its dam, but a flood was coming and it would have died if it got hit by the flood. So it chewed its own arm off to get out of the trap because it was the only way that it could survive. 
and she's looking at the trap and he's like no what, what the hell are you doing and then she punches the ground and uh makes the trap go off and hit just the rope and not her arm she's like but i'm smarter than that beaver <laughs> such <laughs> funny, a cool funny. scene um so they both end up getting free um and during the scene tabe tells her that uh, do you want to know how I killed the lion? It was because of you. It was your plan that made it so that way I could kill the lion. You injured it. I just finished it off. Um, and she mentions, I don't know if we can kill this thing. And he's like, well, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. Cool throwback to the original Predator movie. Thankfully, they don't do that too many times. That's one thing that I forgot to mention. In these movies where it's been a long time since you had something truly in line with the original you see this with comedies too they do too many throwbacks to the yeah. original like the dumb and dumber erd that came out or whatever it was it was nothing but the same jokes from the original used again or if you do something like halloween 2018 uh despite me loving that movie there are so many scenes that are direct reshots of the original yeah it does it too much this only does one or two times and it's the perfect amount to where you're not sick of it and you're not just like okay we get it that, that was a cool movie i i remember i remember you remember i remember i remember, I remember. <laughs> um so either way if it bleeds we can kill it and uh the french catch the predator they they catch him in a bear trap and then they throw a uh net, net over him and he proceeds to fuck them up this is the coolest scene in the movie where the predator just fucking unleashes super brutal he he throws one of his nets on somebody and the net uh very similar to the other ones just uh constricts back into the box and breaks their bones and everything as it's crushing the person he picks up one of their bear traps and throws it right at the dude's fucking head yeah (laughs) so it slams shut on the dude's head uh as the french shoot him the prayer just stares at him and they go to reload because they're muskets and the prayer just growls and then just fucks him up off screen <laughs> uh he has this shield that he pushes one dude up against the tree and the shield expands it starts really small and expands and he expanded it at the dude's neck so much it cut his head off and it cut the tree in half yeah <laughs> freaking awesome uh-huh. <laughs> uh so the predator set his bracelet to activate and we've seen this before to where i know what that means do you remember that from the original no so the bracelet in the original uh basically sets off to explode it it's a uh like a kamikaze thing it takes him down but it also takes them down it's a grenade basically but it stays on his wrist Mm -hmm. um so in this one he sets it up so we're thinking oh shit the predator's gonna kill himself this is the end of the movie he takes his uh thing off puts it on the ground and then runs away and all the french they've never seen anything electronical obviously 1719 and they're just staring at this thing and then it opens up and sends like three drones out and they just destroy everybody that's around yeah so everybody here just gets completely fucked up um so she is back at the camp and she sees that they're about to kill her dog so she's like no you're not (laughs) and she gets into hand to hand fight with three of the people that are left there and just destroys them she is freaking awesome in this scene she is such a badass uh and the translator jumps out and he's holding a gun to her and he's like no i'm not gonna shoot you i need your help but because he got his leg cut off by the predator and he's like you give me medicine and i'll show you how to use this gun and that gun I kind of recognized it instantly, but I'll get into that later. Just remember that gun that the translator's holding. So 
Uh, she makes meet the yellow leaves, and he's just freezing cold. And she hears the predator come, so she runs away. And the translator sees the predator, so he just acts dead. But he goes to act dead in, like, the most stupid way ever. He leaves his eyes open. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen somebody act dead but leave their eyes wide open. <laughs> that takes some balls to do that. Um, so the predator comes over, and he can't see him because his blood ran cold from the medicine. Very cool way to not do the mud that Arnold did in the first one or in any of the follow-ups. So uh, his blood's running cold, so the predator can't see him, but he can see the trail of blood that he had from his leg that was cut off because obviously that was fresh. Yeah. So he's looking around to see if anybody's around. Nobody's there. So he steps on him to because he knows that he's not dead. He makes a noise, and then he just fucking slashes yeah. him with his things. Uh, from here, uh, t- uh, Tabe goes to... Uh, or a scene ago, Tabe left to go get a horse. He, he wanted a horse. So uh, Naro tries to shoot the predator, but the gun didn't work. And as the predator goes to walk over, Tabe comes in with his fucking horse. Just awesome scene of the uh, Comanche fighting on the horse against the predator. Yeah. So freaking dope. Um, and they're having a badass brawl between the two of them. Uh, from here... Um, he shoots him with his arrow, rips the arrow out of him, stabs him in a different spot, rips it out again, stabs him with the arrow again. It's so cool watching these fight scenes. They're so well choreographed. Yes. The action in them is great. Uh, it's very realistic for the time frame, although an arrow would probably be break, let's be realistic, if it happened multiple times. But it's not so far out of the realm that you're yeah. like, oh, this, this is just stupid. Yeah. Like a handgun that has 70 rounds. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's nothing like that it's super cool um tabe uh gets fucked up by the predator and he looks over at naru and tells her hey it, it's time to run um and or not time to run he said bring it home just like he did before with the uh lion and the predator impales him with the spikes. Uh, Tabe's still alive, so the predator's walking over to Naru, but Tabe stabs him in the leg one last time, giving Naru enough time to get out of there. Um, Naru comes home with blood on her hands to tell the tribe about what happened. Tabe is dead, and it, it's a pretty cool, silent, and very effective scene yes. to where it's showing her grief, and then it's flashing to the grief of the tribe, and then flashing to her, and she goes back out to fight this thing just by herself. And Naru sees the French man in the back drinking water, and she goes to kill him, but decides against it, and she knocks him out. When he wakes up, he realizes that she chopped his leg off, and the rats are eating it. Uh, And she's just sitting there by campfire watching him. And she lets him grab a gun, and she's just looking at him. And she doesn't... Then she looks back at the fire, and she says, "Uh, You bled my brother. So now you're going to bleed, and you're not even going to see me. And she eats the yellow leaves, and then she looks over, and she's like, and he's not going to see me either. That's <laughs> a cool scene. It's awesome. Uh, what she says is, uh, you think that I'm not a threat, but that's what makes me dangerous. You can't even see that I'm a threat, and he won't either. Uh, and then the predator comes in. So she was using him as bait to bring the predator there, and then she ate the yellow leaves. That way the predator can't see him, uh, see her. So Predator kills him, and he uh, chops the French man up, holds his head, and Naru shoots the Predator point blank in the fucking head, steals his helmet, 
sets up his uh, helmet next to a bunch of spears that she was carving out in a tree. She's up in the branches as he's looking for and fucking awesome zoomed out scene of her hopping off of this branch onto the predator's back and just fucks him up with the hatchet, like hits him seven or eight times. Uh, He gets up, brings his spear out there, gets ready to stab her, and then here comes the good boys. Uh, Her dog comes in for the distraction. Mm -hmm. Prior goes to chase him. She fucking uh, runs the spear, impales him, makes him run into the tree with all the spears that she dug in there. And uh, he goes to impale her with the uh, spikes from his hand, but it ends up impaling a tree. And he doesn't know what to do because he's stuck in the tree now. So he cuts his own arm off, which once again goes back to the story of the beaver where she's like, I'm smarter than the beaver. Yeah. Uh, Very cool thing because he could have used the shield to cut the tree in half. That would have been the smarter thing to do. So she's outsmarting the predator at this point. Um, So he's going into hand-in-hand combat with her uh, with only one hand and he's fucking her up. He gets her knocked down and the shield is about to cut her head off but there's a couple branches that are there she rips his freaking tooth off and stabs him in the neck with it uh the doggo is over there with her hatchet so he's helping out <laughs> he gives her the hatchet she grabs it from him uh stabs his leg uh and sets him up to she stabs him in the leg jumps on his back ties the rope around him multiple times and then he falls down into the mud and starts sinking in she thinks that it's over, but he climbs back up. But then she gets him to try and shoot the mask at her, but she has the mask pointed at him. So then he gets three arrows to the head. Um, and then she gives this loud fucking victory scream, which was pretty cool. So Naro, the movie ends with Naro coming back to the village, holding the head of the predator very much uh, like how uh, Tabe was holding the lion's head. And she is now the new war chief of the village. And they uh basically hold a uh thing for her yeah and the credits roll i liked when she came back and she had his like glow in the dark blood all over her face yep and then you know it was obviously dripping from his head but what a cool scene her just slowly walking towards the tribe with that stuff on her face i love it when movies do callbacks to things that happened earlier on like uh but in with the roles reversed kind of way so tabe walked in earlier with the lion's head and he had lion's blood all over him he did it into uh face paint uh covering his eyes and stuff like that and then she did it with the predator's blood and it just looks so much more badass (laughs) it really did so this movie uh not only is it awesome but the best part about it is it's going to uh leave the field open for more movies like this to come out I'm all for it. The Predator movie came out, or not Predator, Hellraiser movie came out after this. That was pretty good. We'll have to watch that one. The uh, Friday the 13th is going to be coming back. They were in legal hell forever uh, with rights for the movie, but now it's going to be a TV show, which is coming out next year. I'm all for it. Give me all these movies and produce them just like this please (laughs) obviously this is highly rated on imdb right now this is given a uh, 7.2 out of 10 with 182,000 votes so people love this movie and it definitely goes to show i haven't heard of anybody except for people saying all this movie's woke that uh hate this movie anybody 
Uh, this is done by the same director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, which fucking awesome movie. Have you seen that one yet? I think we started it, but we never finished it. No, I would have finished that if I started that one with you. And I definitely John Goodman? Yeah, I'm, we didn't huh? finish it. Okay. That's surprising. We'll have to watch that one. Maybe that's the next one that we do. Um, but yeah, th- this movie is absolutely amazing. I love it. I can't wait until they come out with like a director's cut yeah. version of this. That way we get a little bit more. Uh, plus uh, some making of and hearing a little bit more about it. And man, I love this. And uh, So going back to the gun... Um, at the very end of the movie, she presents the gun to the chief of the village. That gun is the gun at the end of Predator 2 that the Predators give to Danny Glover. So this can be leading to a, another Predator movie to show how the Predators end up getting that gun. Oh, okay. Because it's a very distinctive gun. It, it says uh, 17, whatever the date is on there, 1715, I believe, four years before this. And according to the comics, it, it had something to do with a uh, captain of a ship, like a predator battle at the captain of the ship, and hmm. that's how that gun got there. So yeah, I'm very excited to p- see potentially a sequel to this movie showing how that happened, or fuck it, let's do something else cool to where the predator comes back to a different point in time. And uh, we see a different period piece. So here we saw the seventeen, early 1700s. Let's see maybe the early 1900s yeah. when guns are a little bit more readily available, but still not what they are in Predator. Um, I love the fact that this is a period piece and would love to see another one yeah. done very similar to this, but definitely different at the same time. See how the Predator adapts his style to that type of warfare. Absolutely. Um, great movie. Very excited that this came out came out of nowhere which i love even more i love the surprise of it because it takes away the uh disappointment that comes from just being amped about a movie amped about a movie it comes out and halloween it doesn't ends. live up to your no not even halloween ends um i'm thinking more something that is a good movie but you had such high expectations of it that yeah. it, it could never live up to it no matter how good it was um movies like that are it's disappointing like halloween kills is probably a better example of that to where i was super amped for that movie i had such high expectations and it's my initial reaction to that movie was that movie sucked but then as time went on and my expectations went back down to reality for it i'm like it has its flaws but it's a good movie yeah uh and thankfully this didn't have that this jumped out of nowhere and it was just amazing and everything about it was good this actually started being in production before the predator uh came out which was released in 2018 so they started designing and filming and producing this movie before uh i think that was two years before the predator came out they took their time with it they made it right whereas the predator obviously rushed and it was just shit from start to finish (laughs) which is a shame but until next time, this is The Horror's Edge. I'm Phil. And I'm Stacy. We'll catch you next time.